And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I'm here, so <laughs> I'm Shea Good Sugs in and I'm down to dunk. Howdy, Oklahoma. My name is Chet Holmgren and I'm down to dunk. Dead gum. I'm Josh Giddy and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort and I'm down to dunk. <laughs> I have I didn't, is that like you eat it together? Everybody tells okay. me to get the bag of burgers. I need like a straw, like Howdy. I'm a, I'm an artist on the court. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. My name is Kenrich Williams, and I'm down to dunk. It might be Aaron Wiggins. This is a troll. It's a troll. I'm trolling. Howdy, Papa. Because I, I think it would take away from who he is, you know? Yeah, 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 but. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Oklahoma. <laughs> I love Oklahoma to death. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. Perfect. Good. Very good. I like the hat. You bro. like the hat? <laughs> Vava? This is J-Dub, and I'm down to dunk. I've been doing a lot of dunking. <laughs> uh, good morning and welcome to episode one, three, nine. Three of down, two, dunk. You can find us anywhere on The Athletic and anywhere else. Just subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk. You get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I am woke. Joined this morning by Andrew. But I got to say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam through. Taylor. The freaks come out at night. The freaks come out at night. The freaks come out. The freaks come out. Slap through. And Jay. It's Jay. The freaks come out at night. Slob wizard shirt. Get yourself a slob wizard shirt, wizard shirt. If you're looking at the YouTube video, you can see a uh, picture of it. Put it on your body. We will only be selling these. For pre-order, we will cut that off next Wednesday. And so if you want one, this is your only chance. Yeah, we're not doing that thing where we shut it down and then people are like, Hey, I missed it. I didn't get one. Sorry, brother. This This is it. So if you want a Slob Wizard shirt now through Wednesday, you need to order it. If you don't order it by Wednesday, that's your problem. You're cut off. That's it. Down to dunk night. Down to Dunk Night is Tuesday. It is sold out. Woo! Woo! So it's going to be a, a joyous occasion. We are going to meet at four. Joyous occasion. Joyous it's occasion. It's going to be one spicy meatball. <laughs> so we're going to meet at Spark mm. at 445. Give you my, my first Spark Burger. Yep. It's going to be good. You're going to really like it. It's going to be really good. So they, they know that we have a lot of uh, dunkers that will be there. 
I uh, one thing I I love at the arena. I've had several people this season come up to me and say, "I'm a dunker." Ooh, I'm a dunker. That's awesome. So, a dunk. It's pretty great. It's they have the Empire. Great. They have Empire Slice House in the arena now. They do. Pizza. That's true. Uh, they also have that. Uh, what's that Korean barbecue bowl place? K-bop. K- yeah, they K-bop. have. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's called it's either. It's good, though. Yeah. I'm going to get myself a pizza pie. Going to get myself a pizza pie. Going to get myself a pizza pie. So meet us at Spark at 445. Then we will go over to the arena. The game starts at 630. After the game, we are going to go out onto the court, take a big dunker picture, and then we're going to do a half-court shot contest. The winner will win, I believe, courtside seats Woo! to a game wow. this season. So... Very fun. It's going to be very great. Uh, Wimby Chet, we got the bizarre court that they're going to have right here, showing that on YouTube as well. Mm. That's going to be quite the experience. You know, you got the cool jerseys. You got Wimby Chet. It's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot. Alex is in town. He's going to be, we're going to do a podcast in person after. Um, Where? I don't know yet. It's going to be mahogany. At Mahogany, that would rule. Actually. It's going to be, be a awesome. Maybe battle of epic proportions. What's proportions? Who's the... I mean, dude, you got the connections, man. Let's, let's like, figure out how to do it at, at a, either somewhere in the cool spots where the Thunder are. You know, like the Thunder organization. Oh, like the place. locker room? Do it in the, in cool the locker spots. room. Or over at uh, KWTV, man. They own the, the what used to be Opopco. Opopco. The oh, yeah. yeah, it's true. I'm saying there's lots of options. We have some options. We'll figure it out. What's the weather sitch? Figure it out. It's actually shaping up to be quite nice. Oh, it's going to be nice. Or we could rent a, a hotel room at the Omni, expense it to the Times. Yeah, there we go. Hey, I had to stay. It's not going to be that nice. Had to st- couldn't drive home. Tuesday, low of 45, high of 66. Yeah, but, That's nice. But sunny. It's nice. What are you talking sunny. about? Six but six is like perfect. It's gonna Bring be great. Well, no, it's Bring gonna be great. You Bring can wear a like jacket. a jacket. It's gonna be beautiful. It's November. Bring a jacket. It's November. What can do you we, guys want from November? Could we have asked anything better from November? No, I don't think so. Be there. Be square. It's gonna be great. If you don't, if you're going to the game, and you don't have a didn't buy like down to dunk night tickets, you could join us at Spark beforehand uh-huh. i can't guarantee you a spot on the court or for the half court shot competition but feel free to come over and say hello but we can try but you know what we can try. but you know what just hang out now just the just just stick close but yeah. just find the close. group and stay with them <laughs> but buy and buy a slob wizard shirt buy a slob blizzard a slob blizzard hey uh shout out to no dunks for uh, giving us a shout out. Shout out for the shout out. Shout out for the yeah. shout out. Now they're going to shout out our shout out to their shout out. And then we got a shout out a thon. Yeah. It's going to be great. Shout out a thon. Shout out off. But yeah, for real. Um, <laughs> I, I messaged John Hollinger about it, telling him about the shirt. He's very excited to receive a Slob Wizard shirt. That was actually very cool that he was so cool about he it. He is very excited about the Slob Wizard shirt. So shout out to Hollinger. Thanks for breaking the Thunder to win four games this year speaking of the thunder beat the cavaliers wednesday night uh 128 to 120 with a very quality win yeah in fact i was a little bit like i don't know how this is 
gonna work this week playing the Hawks and the Cavs. Those are not easy Eastern Conference opponents. I mean, the the Hawks just beat the Magic in Mexico City, where Trey Young like went off mm. last night. They it, completely shut Trey Young down in Oklahoma City. International games, though, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. But yeah, those are two really good wins for the Thunder, Hawks and Cavs. Uh, the Cavs one in particular because it's against a team that has their full starting lineup. You know, we played them in Cleveland already. It's pretty pretty nice to get to go two and zero against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this very nice. Yeah, um, but they had their full starting lineup at Oklahoma City, and it didn't matter. The Thunder actually played better. It was also kind Cleveland. of a Shea's back game. Shea was so good yeah. in that game. I mean, he was clearly just the best player on the court, and dominated that matchup they they got it pretty close there at the end when they got it down to five but then Shea hit a step back three he got a corner three for Jay will really impressive win and the thunder did something that they will continue to do as the season moves on and as long as chet is on the team is that these teams that try to go like jumbo big on the thunder where they've got with allen and mobley like they they could have played them all that much together. I mean, Jared Allen only played like 25 minutes in the game. They didn't dominate them on the boards, which I think the Thunder would have been willing to let that happen mm-hmm. and have been willing to let that happen throughout this season so far. But they made the Cavs adjust to them. But they had to play Evan Mobley more as just like the lone big against Chet. And Chet was really good. Did Chet- you see that clip of uh, Jared Allen was in the on baseline trying to drive on Chet? And he went up for yeah. a shot, and Chet blocked it so easily out of bounds. <laughs> and Jared Allen just laughed and gave him a pat on the back. <laughs> like, okay. Jared Allen seems like such a cool guy. I know. He really does. <laughs> but, yeah, that was such an impressive win. And I think there's a lot of talk about rebounding, and I'm, you know, we're a huge part of that conversation, too. Alex and I literally looked at every single offensive rebound that the Hawks had on Wednesday. Um but I think the Thunder are just willing to give up the offensive rebounds. I mean, they've kind of shown their hand with that in favor of having maybe one of the most potent offenses in the league mm-hmm. because you're able to have Chet stretch to like stretch out the offense and then everybody can just dribble drive, like every single guy, including Lou Dort, who has been so good this season yeah. to start and has been a good decision maker. He talked about that after the game Wednesday night. Uh, did you see this quote from Lou Mm-mm. where he, he talked about – actually, I think I might have it where I can pull it up here for the show. But Lou is able to kind of look at himself with like a little bit of honesty, mm-hmm. which is – I mean, it was pretty cool to to hear Lou. I'm stalling because I'm trying to get this video uploaded, which in the past has been dangerous. Like I tried to upload stuff from YouTube on the show automatically with uh, Al. But uh, here's Lou Dort on his decision-making and uh, what is different this season. Still stalling, just tremendously stalling. Here it is, Lou Dort. Just, just really reading the game, taking my time, and, um, and see what I can do. The best thing I can do for my teammates, you know, sometimes it's taking open three. Sometimes it's just going to the lane and seeing – who's open and uh, instead of just me forcing my way to the rim and trying to go score on, 
I don't know how many guys. And, and uh, you know, I spent a lot of time this offseason watching film and seeing some of the crazy shots I took in the past couple of years. So, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is to get better. It's, it's, and it's all about that. Every, every season is going to be different. And, you know, my main thing is really just to read the game. Mm. I thought that was so good. Yeah, I, I thought that was just a really cool quote from a guy who has gotten paid. He's like got a nice spot on this team, but you can tell like he wants to get better, and he's been better as a decision maker. You've seen him. Somebody asked a question early on, like with like one or two games into the season, like has have you ever seen Lou Dort pass out of a drive? And ever since I asked that question, I've been like really trying to watch for that, and like it happens all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it happens all the time now. Lose, lose, trying to play like all the other guys do. Like when Shea and Jadub and Giddy are driving, they're all they're looking for passes, and Lou does that as well. He's he's been tremendous this season, and I think like in that the question was from Ryland Styles just about his uh, efficiency, and. Clearly, he he's not going to be this efficient all season. He's oh, I don't know. Over fifty percent from three. I mean, it's just not going to continue. They but, don't look bad though. And his if, offensive yeah. game this year is so it, it's so it feels complete. Yeah. Not the end of how good he can be, but also kind of. It feels a little bit like he's hitting his ceiling, but it doesn't feel totally unsustainable. Like, you watch the way he plays. Everything he's doing is in the flow of the game every game, which is the number one thing I think we had issues with with him on in the past offensively was, hey, there's a lot of force drives. Hey, there's a lot of force shots here. Yeah. He's really trying to be a three-point shooter. Everything he's doing this year has been the right decision, like what you were saying. Yeah. And I saw another tweet. Someone pointed out, I'm sorry, uh, down to Dunk listener who tweeted us this. But the Thunder's offense. They'll is, let you know. Yeah, they'll let, they'll let me know. Um, their offense is the most efficient in the league in terms of true shooting. Yeah. For the entire team. Mm-hmm. And you watch the game, and yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, there's some unsustainable stuff going on from three with this team. What but, if they're... What, okay, yes. I'm not going to say they're going to shoot 50% from three. Yeah, they're not. But, <laughs> but 40% from three doesn't feel totally out of the question. They have some real shooters. They have some guys that can really shoot the basketball. If you look at the guys Name that, one. Are sh- that are shooting it well, <laughs> Chet Holmgren Name a, two. is a real shooter. Cason Wallace. Isaiah Joe. Isaiah Joe. Real shooter. Name four. So they have Dort. five guys. Let's let's uh, let's see if you guys can name all five I guys. It up. I'm, I'm let's so see sorry. if Taylor and Luke can name all five guys that are shooting 40% or better from three this season. Kaysen? Kaysen Wallace is shooting 57% from three. <laughs> so is that, is that over 40? Yeah, it's way over 40. Okay. Eight, Bertans. Eight of 14. Eight of 14. Um, Davis Bertans is shooting 20% from three. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Lou Dort. Lugans Dort, 52.5% from three. 21 of 40. Chet. Chet Holmgren, 55.6%, 15 of 27 from three. Wow. Uh, J-Dub? J-Dub, no. 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 J-Dub is 34% Chet. from three. No. no. J is 32% It's not even three. Joe. I'm trying it's to remember. Actually, Joe, just Joe if you round like up. 40, 39%. Yeah, if you round up, he's 39.6%. So if you're up, feeling. It's not Shea. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Something hold on, on Joe hold on, hold on. this season that I've, I felt 
is that surprises me that he's shooting that well because his misses stick out to me so much. Yeah. Because I expect every shot he takes it's, to go That's in. the truth. It's like, man, Joe must not be shooting very well. Oh, he's he's four of six. But yeah. those two misses yeah. feel like six of them. Totally. He's he's so good. He's like a legit... He's not a... He, the thing that's been impressive about Joe this year is he's so much more than just a three-point shooter. No doubt. Like, obviously, he plays defense well enough to where Mark leaves him on the floor. Yeah, Mark really trusts him as a defender. Which is a big deal. Uh, yeah. Which is also what's so, so surprising about Cason Wallace. Like, the dude doesn't look like a rookie at all. No, he looks like... He looks like, like Teo Maladon's crazy. rookie season. <laughs> Except for there's actual expectations and success on the floor. But He's so smart. That's the thing about cases. Yeah. Like they can put him at so many different spots, and he just figures it out. It's like, I, can't remember, I think it was Alex maybe that said that. Maybe it's Taylor, but talking about like, I know that, I, and maybe I missed this conversation because I was stuck in an email, but did we talk about the giddy... Help! I'm stuck I can't get in an out. email. <laughs> Help me! Somebody send it. Open uh, the attachment. It's uh, me. Immediately, I imagine Jay in the music video for "Take on Me." Yeah. Doom, da, doom, <laughs> when it's like sketches, even though that's not digital, but okay. The sorry. Uh, Taylor God, man, <laughs> so inappropriate. Wow. Uh, the did we talk about Giddy and Kaysen at the end of the game? Uh, we haven't talked about that. The other two are Trey Man and, and I was going to get there, and, man. And Vava. Yeah. I thought about Austin Vava, right at really? He is two of five. Mm. Yeah. I thought about Austin Powers trapped in the nutshell. Yes. How did I get into this nutshell? How did I get into this very big nutshell? <laughs> Does that movie hold up? Uh, it's hilarious. I have not watched it in like it's over I need to rewatch it. It's I loved it when it came out, dude. It was unbelievable. It I was just so watched, good. I just watched the very beginning of it. This is this is not that recently, but it was like on TV or something. It must be on TV uh, where he unfreezes and then he, he pees, pees for like. Yeah. Well, I think we talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, like, it's so it. funny. Yeah, I remember watching it with my friend Tyler Hopkins whenever it came out in the theater yeah. uh, over there at Brixton Square. Y'all remember? Shout out Brixton Square. Shout out wow. Brixton Square. Watch the six cents there ruined my like <laughs> dude November or whatever. Yeah, that's why I saw Freddie versus Jason on my birthday. Yeah. That's where I saw Saving Private Ryan way too early in my life. <laughs> anyway, but that's a movie great. Uh, I, I haven't had a chance to say this on the podcast, so I went to yeah. see the Warriors game. Was that last Friday? Yeah. What an awesome game. God, dude. Yeah. What a just... I, I saw Andrew in the... Because where I was sitting is like right next to where he was. Uh-huh. And I came in and it's like, I just need to talk to my friend. I just need to talk to my friend because, you know, you can't get through without a ticket to mm-hmm. see, you know, this elite media level. <laughs> Uh, and yeah. so I walk in, and I'm like, dude, this is like the atmosphere oh. in the arena. Too many Warriors fans for my taste, but not as many in the, as there were last season or the yeah, season before. The energy in the arena dude, was, it was unreal. so much fun. I, I had, and the game was so fun. The game was great. The environment was great. It, it does feel like, okay, Thunder basketball is like actually back. Yep. That mm-hmm. game really, it felt that way. Yep. But anyway, the, uh, the reason I even mentioned that is because I thought I thought Michic was good yeah, in the he, Warriors game. He had some nice moments in that game, definitely. And he's in and out of the rotation partially because how good Kaysen is. Yeah. And how much Mark trusts him on both ends. Where you can like I don't think you can trust Michic as a guy that's gonna be on both ends, you know, all the time as like some like primary backup point guard. He's going to have stretches though during the season that he plays more 
than what he has. I mean, he's only played three out of the eight games. He hasn't played – his total minutes are pretty low. But he's going to have stretches where he plays a lot. He's played 32 minutes. You know, like the sample is really low. But um, he's a fun player. And I think that – I'm interested to see if he'll play tonight because tonight's an in-season tournament game against the Kings. And I, I, those rotations are just interesting to me overall. That's a pretty big game. That's a big one. I don't think De'Aaron Fox is going to play. They, they've they been they've been weird about the way they've talked about Fox's injury. I believe it's – I think it's a grade two ankle, which can keep you out for a long time. Yeah, what's – isn't that what just Hero, Tyler Hero just yeah, had? Yes. Yeah. And like the heat – his evaluation's like three weeks. Yeah, it's something crazy. And he's been the best player. Yeah, he's already, yeah, Fox has already said that he's out. Um, not Fox himself. The team has said – He said, I'm out. out. Peace. Uh, yeah, well, no De'Aaron the Fox Kings tonight. Are they are really st- stumbling out of the gate. They have stunk without De'Aaron Fox. They have been really bad. So I listened a little bit to the – is it tampering? Is that Sam Amick and yep. Fred and Anthony yep. and then you that they always talk about while you're producing? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Like, sorry, I haven't gotten you in here, Andrew. Man, Andrew, I just, our super producer, Andrew, is yeah. over there and I've got all these technical problems. Like, all right, Sam, just keep going, buddy. Yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> it was bad. Yesterday was bad. He sent me like seven different recordings because like his mic kept coming unplugged. There's something wrong with his mic. No one wants to know about this, but it was a – Rough experience yeah. yesterday. Yeah, the tampering. Pod. Just delete them all. <laughs> and uh, anyway, but they're talking about the Kings and you know whether or not this is something that's legit or not. But one of the things that they're really evaluating is whether or not the Rockets, because they've now slaughtered the Kings twice yeah. and then just embarrassed the Lakers. Killed them. Ninety-seven, one twenty-two was one of the games, and then eighty-nine, one hundred seven. So. To me, that signals more like the Kings are really struggling without De'Aaron, without De'Aaron Fox, and the like. They just don't have another real point guard outside of him. How and, could that offense be like the best offense in the history of the league last year, and then drop off this far from one guy? I mean, Fox is that good. Like De'Aaron Fox is a really good player. I mean, he's played three games. He's averaging thirty-one, four, and six. Shooting 48, 37, 81. Like he's a very, very good player. You remove him, and the drop off from Fox to Davion Mitchell is giant, where Davion's like 40% from the field, six points, three assists. You know, like, and they don't have anybody else. Like Chris Duarte is not that guy. Malik Monk is just a scorer, he's not a facilitator. They really just don't have a backup point guard. You know, they don't have the luxury of, you know, like the Thunder are missing Shea on Friday. And they have all these different playmakers. Yeah. You know, I'm, That was you know, really impressive. Like early on in the process of like drafting, I was like, man, do the Thunder have too many playmakers? You look across the league, everybody wants more. You yeah, look yeah. At, at the Kings, like they just, they have basically two in Domas and De'Aaron. Everybody else is a role player. You take away one of those guys, it's a mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... For the Thunder, if you're missing one of those guys, there's room for somebody to step up yeah. and take you on You could more go of a through role. almost every team in the NBA and say, all right, so say you lost your primary, you know, or lead ball handler. Yeah. There's a, most teams would I'm just like, be like a if mess. The Sixers lost Maxi. Like they'd be toast. The Knicks lost Brunson. The, yeah. You know, and you can go on. The pa- I mean, the Pacers missed Halliburton for one game and they got just housed. So. By the way, they're just running over people too. 
They're Girl, fun. Yeah. They're, they are. Is this maybe the most fun? I'll take this off here. Uh, is this the most fun Pacers team there's ever been? Yes. <laughs> it, fun? Yes. Probably yes. Yeah. I mean, th- they have not been associated with fun maybe <laughs> ever? ever. Ever. Like, were those Reggie Miller teams even fun? I don't know. I only remember them getting beat like a drum against the Lakers. David yeah. West, Paul George teams? No, no not, fun. not fun. No, not fun. They're Hibbard? Roy Hibbert was their yeah. freaking center. Yeah, and like their their point guard is George Hill, who, God bless him, might be the most boring point guard in the history of the NBA. Yeah, not fun. Yeah, there's nothing fun about, yeah. about George Miles Hill. Turner's been really good this year, Miles too. Turner's great. Yeah. Miles Turner's great. Uh, Halliburton, though, is, mm-hmm. is the reason. That, I mean, he's 23 and 12 almost for Halliburton. Uh, he's just amazing. He's so good. And, uh, by the way, was on the Kings. Was on the Kings. The... It's funny because now the Pacers are the new kings yeah. <laughs> of this season. And they made that deal. Yeah, it's uh Sorry, I buried the lead though. I wanted to talk about the I, I What don't were see we talking about? The giddy Kaysen, who's gonna finish the game. Yeah. I don't see that as a legit conversation. I think that it was yeah. purely based on matchups with Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland for yeah, the Cavs. It made sense to have two defensive-minded point, you know, of attack kind of defenders yeah, and, to finish that game. And, and it doesn't really matter in the end. And Kaysen was playing really well, and Giddy was struggling in that game. And <coughs> if if you have a te- a team where you say we have a really deep roster, and then you have to go back to the same starting five every game, do you really have a deep roster? Like probably not. Mm-hmm. The Thunder actually have some depth. To them, and so you should be able to match up with who you want to at the end of games like that, based on what's going on. And so, I, if Giddy was having like a great game, they probably would have subbed him back in. And he he is struggling. There's no doubt. But it's hard. It's the most difficult to struggle at the beginning of a season, where like all we know is these eight games. All we know about this team is what we've seen so far. And there are people that are already like, yeah, we should just trade Giddy. So like, far, do- though, so good, huh? You ever heard that phrase? So far, so good. So far, so good. So far, so, so good. So far, so good. So far, so good. So far? You can make those. So far, so good. It's also a one word. You can make what? Oh, you can make it one word? So far, so, far, so, good. so far, good. So far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah, Giddy, Giddy's struggling. I... I think I said this on Wednesday. I'm just not. That's a name. I'm not concerned at all nah. about it. You you look at last season through the first six games. Lugan Stort was shooting 35 percent from the field, 17 percent from three last season. Mm, stinky. Really mm, stinky. bad. Stinky. Really bad. So far, no and good. And people were <laughs> so, far, so far no good. So far, no so good. far so bad for Lou Dort last <laughs> so far, season. So bad. And like he just got his new contract, and in I'm sure the I don't even remember the conversation honestly, but I'm sure the conversation was why did we pay this guy? This we need to bench him for Trey Mann. We need to like do yeah, all. Kelly's still saying those things. It's yeah. a leftover from yeah, last year's true. start of the season. <laughs> it's true. We need to bench him for Wiggins. Like we need to do something. And like now, like Lou Dort's been amazing. People are like. Is Dort better than Giddy now? Is that where we're at? And it's like, come on, people. Yes. He's so much better. No. <laughs> also, but, but can we at least acknowledge, like, hey, there's going to be – this is – I love it so much because we're eight games into the season and we're making these, like, long-term projections yeah. of the entire roster. This is going to ebb and flow throughout the season. Yes. That's what's, 
Yes. It's what's beautiful. And, and I know we already kind of hit on this a little bit. Like when you have this collection of guys, it's yeah. beautiful. It's beautiful. It really is. So far, so good. Flow. So far, so good. No, but you're going to have games where it's like Kaysen doesn't have it or Lou doesn't have it. And then Giddy's going to play more and Joe's going to play more. And it's great. That's, that's, you're in the, the sweet spot of what mm. this can be. And, and yes. the encouragement for me in the midst of this, because I think we can at least say pretty collectively, this is a good team. They're good. Power I mean, rankings have them. The NBA power rankings, which are done by the ESPN media, the one that I've seen, they have the Thunder around 9-10. Yeah. Which is great. That's a good team. But they are very much only going to improve as the season continues on. Yeah. Just not because, oh, this is what teams do. The youth has always been the greatest issue facing this team. And so why wouldn't we just expect that as they age and discover more? And that's why I wasn't even, as much as I was bummed when they lost the game against the Pelicans and the Nuggets. And like, you can see them learning in real time how to be not in the same position next time they play. Yeah, I you wondered... Were they going to learn those lessons against the Pelicans, against the Cavaliers? Because they led that game. And yes. And the then answer. they learned those lessons. Mm. I mean, it's. Shea, it's which impressive. game was it? Was it the Cavs game where Shea hit that step back three that just was like yeah. perfectly so timed? Dumb. Oh, my God. So, he was was, so good. Dude, he was. That was the first game where I was like, there he is. Yep. Welcome back. There's Shea. And it's not that he's even been bad. No, he he is a, a such a unique superstar. And that he could go out and do that whenever he wanted. And also he got to the free throw line for the first time, really, this season. He took 13 free throws. But he, against the Hawks, talked about it after the game, that he didn't want to upset the flow of the team and so really tried to fit in with what they were doing. And you could you could tell that early on. It's like, man, Shea hadn't even taken a shot. But he can... He can be the focal point. He can fit in. He'll set screens. He'll move around. He'll pass. He'll do pretty much anything the team needs. And on a night-to-night basis, what they need him to do is score. Because when he's scoring like that, it opens up so much for everybody else. It's This is going to be once they – and they're not even really clicking yet. Like the team itself hasn't really clicked yet. And I think Giddy is a huge part of this team like clicking like on all cylinders. Because he can – once he kind of gets into a rhythm, he's the best passer on the team. He's going to help this team play faster. And once he starts to get into a flow, this team can click and they can be the best. I mean, they're the, through their first eight games of the seventh best offense in the NBA. Well, and Alex said yesterday that even though Giddy has offensively struggled to score, the offense overall is better with him on the floor yeah. than not. And part of that is who he shares the floor with. But sure. I think he's a part of that. I, yeah. What I would encourage Josh, and I know that the team is so far more evolved in what they're trying to get Josh to become. I understand that. I think the challenge when you watch him is when it becomes clunky is when he's forcing it in areas where he shouldn't. And that's just not his game. Mm-hmm. You can tell he's trying to get his his scoring offense going where I'm like, Hey, when that's not coming to you, what you want to start figuring out how to do is how do you then become the distributor to make everybody else better? Mm-hmm. But he's trying to get his because he's trying to force himself into rhythm, which I totally get as a you know as a shooter. It's what you want to figure out. Not, not that he's a shooter, but mm-hmm. as a scorer, you want to try to get to the basket because you can create some rhythm and, and become better at it. And so I, I'm not worried about Giddy. 
I'm excited about what I've seen from this team so far. Those were two great wins, the Cavs and uh, the yeah. Hawks, because the Cavs are full full force. Both of them were. Yeah. You know, and they had the Hawks, like, flummoxed for most of the game. Oh, yeah. they. You could see DeJounte Murray, which I remember vaguely. Was there a game last year? Did they lose to the Hawks last year? And then DeJounte Murray, like, stunted on it and tried to act like <laughs> – I just, I don't know. I hold grudges, apparently. <laughs> I don't, honestly don't remember the I do from last year. You do. I'm on it. With with how, how do we make the, like, have we made they the in-season tournament? Do we, yeah. is it still possible? What is it? I don't really know how that still works. Yeah, so, we made it. We're in it. I know we're, it's happening now, but, like, are we going to make it to, like, the, the knockout round or? We, we, they have to get their group play first. So they're, they're going to play two home games, two away games. They've already played one home game. They lost playing an away game tonight. Winning tonight would be huge. Winning tonight, like they need to go win tonight if they want to have okay. a chance. So, so the past two wins don't, even though they've only played one game in the play-in. Only one in-season tournament game. It's the so Warriors far. game that they lost by two. So okay. yeah, so they play four games in group play. Whoever has the best record of the whole group after group play gets to move on to the knockout rounds. Plus, there are two wild card teams from each conference that. There's a a long process. It's of point like, differential first, right? Point differential, it, like it it goes all the way down to like random drawing. If there's there's like three or four different categories, but we'll I I have no idea what that's going to look we'll like. We'll figure but, it out as as it happens. Yes, but group play. So they've got the Warriors. They have San Antonio Tuesday is an in season tournament game, and then they have Minnesota. So Minnesota is on. Uh, November twenty eighth, Tuesday night. That's a big one. Minnesota's That's... Minnesota's good, and the Thunder will need to win that one. So they have away game tonight, home against San Antonio, and then their last in season tournament game away at Minnesota. Is Minnesota going to trade Cat this season? I don't know what they're going to do. They're I mean they're good so far, so they're probably just going to see what they but can do. But it's kind of been there's been some games where it's been in spite of Cat. I mean, and everything is in spite of Cat, in my opinion. True. That dude stinks. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's a wiener. <laughs> He's such a weirdo. Um, weirdo. But yeah. W- weird wiener. So we'll see as, we'll see as far as the in-season tournament goes. Um, it's going to be exciting either way. I mean, the team that's most likely to make it from you know the the Timberwolves have had a really hot start, and the the Warriors have had a pretty good start too. So, but the, Warriors. the Thunder will be in the mix, though. But yeah, uh, anyhow, yeah the the Thunder went one and one against the Hawks last year. Yeah, I'm watching the highlights of the January 25th game just to see how mad I should be still. Or, or I guess yeah, Dejounte had 20 points on 19 shots. That's a normal thing to do. Right now, it's it's a. Uh, it's buffering so, like we're on AOL. This is good. That's great. So you're just watching a game from a year ago to be to yeah. get mad. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's right. That I'm makes psycho, sense. Psycho you know, behavior over here. At this, age, at this age, we're just trying to feel something. All right. We yep. ready for some Tayshons? Yeah. Hit me with the Jimmy, and then hit me with the Tayshons. Jimmy. Tayshons back to a bigger victory. Hey, I'm Tayshawn. This is my victory dictory. Normally, I'm not a LeBron hater. 
but today's not a normal day. Wow. Oh, snap. Yep. The oh, Le- snap. Oh, snap. The LeBron James Family Foundation says it's slated to open the first official museum dedicated to the journey and milestones of Lakers star LeBron James. Uh, it will be named LeBron James Home Court. Um, and sounds- it's going to cost $23 to get in. Sounds like a restaurant. <laughs> LeBron James Home Court. Like a buffet. I think it is ridiculous yeah. that LeBron is opening a museum for himself while he's still, while he's still playing, playing. Bla- ba- bla- basketball. Yeah. It's a very LeBron thing to do, though. It's insane. Yeah. And he's using th- his foundation? Uh, <laughs> it's bizarre. It's so weird. It is bizarre. I think it's ridiculous. Maybe I think it's him it's... conceding that he knows that his career with the Lakers, like winning titles, is over. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> you can go ahead and open the museum after the start of this season. Go but ahead and this, open the museum. This, you can't just decide that this season. It's like this has been in the works for probably no, a couple years. I think they've been 90% done. And then he wanted to see, like, how good is Austin Reeves really? And then they, yeah. he goes to about six <laughs> games whole... and he's like, all right initiate the museum initiate museum i need to press <laughs> open it it's been done for five years uh, it's, no, go ahead it, it's so i think the things he does are so weird because like remember that movie that they had where it was like kids are these two kids are house sitting at lebron's house and they throw a party there no that's a movie that was like last year the year before really yeah. i haven't heard of this it, it was in theaters. I swear. It was? Yes. Did you dream this? No, it's a movie. Uh, wait, is Raise your hand movie? if you've heard of this movie. Yeah. No one raised their hand for no, listeners. Jay, Jay's looking it up. Jay, have you, have you heard of this movie? How do it's we, literally yeah, House, House Party. Party. It's called House Party. And it was from last this last year. came out this last year. These guys house-sitting LeBron's house. They throw a party there. But but it's made by LeBron, like he's like yeah. the producer of it. Man, he did so a bad job on that. Him one. and Maverick Carter. Everything, yeah. but everything about. Do y'all LeBron remember House is, Party with Kid and Play? No. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it's, it's a remake. It's a remake. It's a remake. So it's like, but everything about LeBron just celebrates LeBron, and it's like we got people backing you up in the chat, L man. I know. T dot. It's a remake. Yes. Yeah. T dot. It was awful, but it just, oh, so it just doesn't it. make. Yeah, I, I just don't understand the things he does, but I don't like it. No, I just I, LeBron I think is it's, lame. It's super lame. You can't Imagine open your own museum. What would have to happen in your own life to be like? I'm going to open a museum about my about me. Okay, if there was someone that could do it, it, would it be is LeBron. Such a lame museum. You'd have to be so high. <laughs> I'm just being real, like you'd have to be so high on your own supply, being like, man. How? But how can you be LeBron? How can you be LeBron James and not be that? That's way? true. Like, he's he, the yeah, second yeah, best yeah, player yeah. of all time. Yeah, the best see, player of the last twenty five years. That's not the point. Uh, that the point is like it's just weird to open just it up wait. during his career. It's the timing. It's like, why oh, did you open it? it open right up now. when he's fifty. Yeah, you know. I, yes. Open it up. That's when he's nobody dead. is. No president is <laughs> making their presidential library happen while they're while in they're office. president. Yeah, it's like ten years later they start building their. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just. Well, there yeah. was one that would have, and he might. Yeah. Just fill in the Lincoln. Blanks. Yeah, Lincoln. Hey, uh. Blink- hey Blinken. <laughs> hey, Blinken. Anybody know where that's from? Men in tights? No, I don't know. Okay. 
Jimmy, thank you. We don't remember movies that happened this same year. Yeah, we okay. just remember House Party. I remember. I remember. I just remember it. Did you watch it? No. All right, that's your. I have one job for you this weekend. I'm not going to watch this movie. Okay, you have the whole week to watch House Party. He won't, no. he won't no. do it. John's back to it. Bigger than me. Like. Jimmy. Thanks. Lakers stink. This is this is kind of a deep dive, but not really. It's just kind of, it's kind of a miffed and peeved. I don't know what it is. I saw the movie The Marvels. Oh yeah, and it was terrible. It's actually uh, is it terrible? Mm, it's not good, but it's fine <laughs> if you like. If you like Marvel movies, you'll be like, okay, that's fine. It's worth seeing. I hate to say this at the the, the the end, like the the teaser stuff is good at the very end. It's good. Is it teasing new characters? Uh, 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 no. Uh, uh, but does this is the Scorpion uh, King. It does not. I wish. Yes. Please. Turn CG, into the CGI, Scorpion. CGI The Rock shows up. He's like, I'm in the Marvel <laughs> Universe now. Finally. Yeah, that would be. But this kind of who doesn't want that? Name but one this kind of goes back to what to Jay giving me homework about movies to watch. I don't love that to where it's like if you wa- if you came in you're supposed to come into the Marvels having watched Miss Marvel the Marvelous Disney Plus Miss thing Maisel. the WandaVision the first Captain Marvel movie and then I guess a Secret Invasion that's like mm, at least 15 hours. Yeah, they're asking too much. Too much. It's they're like asking they're, too they're much. Killing their audience. Like, and they're shrinking when, their audience. Have you watched all of that? No, I haven't even. Yeah. I didn't I didn't make it all the way through uh Miss Marvel. I made it about two episodes in and then Secret Invasion I did watch, but it was terrible. It was yeah. really bad. I watched WandaVision. Yeah. Good. Loki? Good. Those two I think are, are, are fine. They're good. They're I haven't good. watched anything else. But it's it's too just, much. But the first Avengers movie like you had to have watched like three movies hmm. and they were all good. Yeah. And you didn't even really have to. And you didn't really even have to. You don't have and to. And so these no. like, do you really have, but I just hate that it's like, well, I have to make sure I've watched all this stuff. And it's like, there was an article in Variety about why like Marvel movies aren't doing as well. It's like they're asking way too much of their audience. Yeah. They're, Le- they're the LeBron James of, of movies right now. Yeah. They're putting out the museum uh, before before it comes out. They think everyone cares way too much about their own yeah. stuff. They're high on their own supply. Yeah. Yeah, it's time. It's time for them to slow down. It well, I just and I think they are going to because they've said the Disney Plus stuff really isn't working. And they also the actors were on strike for like two hundred days too. So mm-hmm. that's true. But at the end, but yeah, the stuff at the end, it's like, huh. You watch this movie and at the end there's like a scene. Just ruin that part for me. No, because I don't want to. Because okay, I, if well, anyone's so after the pot, I will. After the but pot, but if you watch it and you're like, huh, I wish I, I wish I could watch that movie, which is kind of how like they're supposed to end. So it's like you're looking forward to the next one. But this mm-hmm. one's like anyway. Silver Surfer. No, Fantastic Four. No, I'm not gonna ruin it for you. I think Spawn, the, the Disney Plus stuff, <laughs> Spawn. <laughs> It's live action Darkwing. Wolverine, Wolverine. No, it's live X-Men? action. It's live action Darkwing Duck. That I'm would, letting you know. That would rule. Number one, how could they get a duck to act like? Let's that? get dangerous. Well, they've already had a duck in the Marvel movies. Yeah, Howard, Howard the, duck. the Duck. Yeah, he becomes Darkwing Duck. It's perfect. I would watch that without question. 
Darkwing Duck, I, like I can go top five of cartoons from the 90s that I love the most. Doug. Darkwing, no. Doug was so low on my list. But Darkwing Duck, real high. Tailspin, real high. Chip and Dale. Yeah. Rescue Rangers. Good, 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 good. Goof Troop. Goof Troop is a good Goof one. Troop is good. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles yeah. in a Half Shell. Turtle, Turtle Power. Uh, duck. Do you say DuckTales? DuckTales, yeah. Duck you know it's Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle Power? What did I say? Yeah. Turtles in oh, a Half Shell. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Turtles are always in a Half Shell. Heroes right. in a Half Shell. Turtle Not power. always. Yeah. All right, let's Muppet say. Babies. Did y'all watch Muppet, Muppet Babies? Muppet Babies. I did they like make Muppet Babies. Come true. Yeah. Come on, man. That was good. I gave y'all six. Good job. Mask. Did you watch Mask? <laughs> was there yeah, Thundercats. Was there a cartoon of the mask? Yeah. I didn't watch it. Not the not the Jim Carrey version. <laughs> it was like a yeah, I was thinking. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. David the Gnome. I did watch that one. <laughs> David the Gnome. Wow. That's a... That's Muppet a, that's Babies, true. man. I'm going to go. All those shows are out there somewhere. Yeah, I assume. Probably. I tried to rewatch an episode of Darkwing Duck. On, I think it's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it is. is My it, kids are watching it. It's not very good. Uh, I'm just like, I shouldn't be watching. <laughs> I, this is weird. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm old now. <laughs> I'm an adult, man. This is not made uh, for me. Tailspin uh, was pretty good. Yo, though. busy busy world of Richard Scary. Ooh. Yeah. That's didn't a watch good that one. one. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> but we'll do some Twitter questions. We'll be right back. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. What are we even doing? You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery plus 
And we're back after that quick break. It's time for some Twitter questions. Questions. Now we answer them for you. This is Twitter questions. Now let's get down to it. Our first Twitter question comes from at here to thunder up who says, so really what was Chris Tucker doing at the thunder game the other night? And what's the best Chris Tucker movie? He had a comedy show. He, he had a comedy show. He's also friends. Friday, with, Friday. What are we fri- even doing? He's also friends with Trey Young's dad. Apparently. Oh, cool. He's also on the Epstein flight logs. The best Chris Tucker movie is rush hour. Friday, Friday. Yeah. It's Rush Hour. Rush Hour is really good. Rush Hour is so funny. So is Fifth Element. Nope. Okay. Fifth Element. He was in Fifth Element? Yeah, yeah he's, he's the best part He's of like it. the radio uh, yeah. DJ, and he sings and runs around. Yeah. He's also in uh, Up in the... Uh, that's not what it's called. It's called Michael Jordan, Nike, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. That oh, movie yeah, is yeah, called... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's called Air... Air. Air. Yeah. All right. Great. Air Shoes. Air Shoes. He's good in that. He feels like a very, like, he's just... Like a normal dude now. Huh. Hey, the next Twitter question. I would have definitely known him more than Mark Dagnall did. Mark, Mark was so confused. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It was just, huh? the, the, the problem with it is it just felt so out of context for him. Andrew, it was, please, <laughs> just every time you get to interview Mark, just something else that he's going to be mad about. It was so funny. I was more worried about just the rebounds. Some, <laughs> it was so good. Chris, that was one of my favorite. I've had a lot of like great interactions with Mark. That was one of my favorites. Chris Tucker was in the Brave Little Toaster? Uh, apparently so. Wow. He is the toaster. He is. <laughs> He's probably blanket. Um, our next Twitter question <laughs> comes from it's an electric blanket, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was its face. It was uh, from <laughs> at Watkins B one five three one. If Chet and Wimby's stats were switched, do you think Wimby would still be the favorite for Rookie of the Year? That's an interesting question i think the answer is yes yeah. i think so too <laughs> i think there are very few scenarios where wimby is not the favorite for rookie of the year so if wimby was averaging 16 8 and 3 on 57 55 90 shooting splits people would be losing their minds about the efficiency of of him, but now the people are losing their minds because, like, oh, you know, the counting stats are a little bit better for Wimby. You know, it it's the dude could do anything that's remotely good, and people are going to freak out. Are there any other rookies that are even sniffing that conversation? No. Like, not even Asar Thompson, or I mean, Asar is good, but he still can't shoot. He's probably like the third best rookie so far. Asar is. I mean, he's like 11 points, nine boards, three, seven. How deeply, how how intensely do you follow the guy? Because you cover so much draft content. Yeah. So now you've seen these guys in the NBA. Like, how are you following with some of them, how they're kind of doing? Or you're just like, I don't have margin for that. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I love it. Good, man. Yeah. Good job. Kaysen's one of the best rookies. Yeah, of course he is. Ever. Ever. All right. Yeah, dude. What other rookie has finished the season shooting 55% from three point line? <laughs> Name one. Name one. Our next t- 
Twitter question comes from OKC Obstinacy, who says the early Thunder had the Spurs and the Grizzlies, and for the later iteration, I would say Rockets or Warriors. Who is going to be this era of Thunder's main rivals? Rockets? Minnesota? Sonics? Once you get a team? Spurs. 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 I agree. Spurs will be one of them for sure. The Grizzlies. Like, the Grizzlies will have a rebound season next year. Um, Maybe the end of this year. I don't know, but I think they could be one. Yeah. Yeah, the Grizzlies still could be. Yes, I agree with that. Pelicans could be. Yep. You know, it's it's probably those teams. Wolves in theory? Yeah. They're just so tumultuous. Like, I just don't know what to expect from them year to year. Rivalry has to have, like, some emotion behind it, too. Yeah. I feel like with Wolves, I have to think myself into it. Yeah, I'm not there with the Wolves. The Spurs, it feels very natural. Just the Chet Wemby thing. Oh, yeah. The timeline of everything. Yeah, yeah. There's a history there. Don't you... Definitely. Do you hope, though, at some point that Chet... Like, something is going to happen where it becomes pretty clear that Chet, there's somebody he plays that they just he just doesn't like them. I think it's Wemby already. I think he doesn't like that. He, like, he doesn't like that. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Like, that's the only player that he's tweeted <laughs> that's, about that's, after that's right, the game. That's right, that's like, that right, Warrior right. game the other night felt more like a rivalry for us, like fans. But for mm-hmm. the team, they were like they're, they left the court with, like, a ton of mutual respect. Oh, The Warriors were like, hey, this team's awesome. Yeah. And the Thunder are like, oh, my gosh, we get to play against Steph yeah, Curry. Yeah, Chet, Chet gave Steph <laughs> the jersey. They did the jersey swap. Yeah. Like, and Chris Paul. I mean, how many of our players played with Chris Paul? One. Two. No, two. Dort. Two. Yeah. Dort, Shea. Dort, Shea. The best players on our team. Yeah. The best players ever. Hey, guys. Let's go to our next Twitter question. It comes from at OKC underscore Thunder underscore up. Who says, when Kinrich is healthy, who's losing minutes? Wiggins? Wiggins? <laughs> Wiggins? I mean, in a game that matters like tonight, yeah, it would probably be Wiggs that would lose some minutes and then I don't know. I mean maybe Jay Will doesn't play as much. Yeah, just yeah. It just everybody probably loses a little bit. Maybe Jang Giddy does, plays a little play. bit, Jing loses a little bit. Does yeah. it make sense when I say it doesn't feel like people will lose minutes? Like it just feels like Kenrich will just naturally be in the it's, game it's, and we won't even think about oh this player lost all these minutes because Kenrich is back. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like he's coming in to play 35 minutes a game. You can right. even, yeah, you can even take away, like instead of J Dub playing 33 minutes, you can play him 31 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and you can, I mean, it just allows a lighter load for everybody mm. when Kenrich comes back. Luke so. wishes he could have a lighter load every now and then. Wow. Hey, next Twitter question. Wow. About dumping. Says from at NBA. Thanks for the clarification. At, at NBA draft future. <laughs> Is Casey Wallace closing games when OKC is winning going to be normal, or was it simply to match Garland and Mitchell? Um, I think some of it's. I think some of it's. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're all thinking. Okay. Yeah, I don't well, even know. I, I don't. You don't even have to like say. Come on, man. What? You don't even. I mean, I know what you said, even though I didn't hear it. Um, I think. I think it's situational. I. I think. Garland and, and Mitchell, you know, call for a, a different defensive lineup. I mean, Shea could, could have handled one of them. Some of it was that Giddy wasn't playing great, too. So, I'm not worried about it. 
Are you like a <laughs> tube my, man? Looking at myself in the in the thing. Are you a tube man? I'm a wacky waving tube man. Hey, are you miffed and are you peeved? Miffed, 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 miffed and peeved. Jimmy, anybody miffed and peeved? Uh, well, Bally's got their stuff together. Yeah, did they really? I don't yeah. know. Probably not. I mean, it uh, seems like it. Oh, it's so not on national television. Tonight is. Not on national television. Tonight. <gasps> Tuesday, doesn't bother Tuesday me, night it doesn't is on TNT. People. Music Factory. I am excited about that game. That's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. What are y'all wearing? It's going to be great. Dude, <laughs> somebody asked the question, whose look are you digging? Yeah, whose looks are you digging? I'm wearing clothes. I kind of like, this is going to be a really controversial thing. Number Let's one is it. I like the new uniforms. Yeah, they're great. Number two, I like the new court. Number three, okay. I like, I kind of am digging Chet's look. Like his hair is puffy. He also didn't look as skinny as I thought he was going to look in person, by the way. Yeah. Like, he's still slight of figure. He's, he's skinny. But he looks big. Skinny. Well, he's well, also he J-Will. gigantic. Yeah. J-Will looks, he got a little thicker this offseason. Yeah, yeah J-Will definitely. looks strong. Yeah, he looks really strong. He's got so that awesome. girth. I am digging the looks of the play-in tournament, though. When yeah, they first well dropped those courts and all the, it, just everything with it, they were getting some hate on Twitter. I think it pops, and I think it it's does different. make it feel different and special. And they also yeah. have those commercials that poops. are like Ocean's Eleven, where they're. Have you seen those? Yeah, commercials? I've seen it's them. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I still think they're too much, but oh. it's cool. Gosh, man. <laughs> I still think the courts are right, right <laughs> the courts are way too much. No, man, no, you're way cool. too much. Yeah, have you seen you the are. New Orleans court? No. Does it have King Baby on it? It looks like the Joker. Joker. It's purple with like a big green stripe down the middle. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I had a miffed and peeved, but I can't remember what it was. It, it was says, a, it says damaged in the middle of the court. Yeah, <laughs> in cursive. It does actually. Is that the, the Joker? But but that's the, the Joker. Excuse me. Yes, that's Jerry. the Jared Letter. The Jared Leto Joker, which is like a blip on the radar. It's influential to me. I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, all right. Join us down to Dunk Night Tuesday night. Meet us. I'll be at Spark at 2.30. Slob Wizard. Get a Slob Wizard shirt. It's uh, not going to happen for very long, so get them now. Next Wednesday will be the deadline, so if you don't get one by then, not getting one ever. So be sure to order your Slob Wizard shirts today. Hope you guys enjoy your weekend and the basketball. We'll talk to you guys again on. Slob wizard, slob wizard. I want to buy my slob wizard. I want to buy my slob. I want to buy my slob wizard. I want to wear it where I like. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.